The practice of carding, I think one of the issues when we talk about carding is that we don't define it properly. Carding is not, it was designed to be intelligence gathering, but it turned into a means of harassing visible minorities. And that's why it was ultimately abandoned. Now, we did abandon it. However, here we are eight years later and there's a class action lawsuit about carding. Uh, Atricia Lewis is a partner in McCarthy Tetro um, and is uh, one of the lawyers arguing on behalf of the person who's created this class action suit, uh, Ayan Farah. And uh, Atricia Lewis joins us right now. It's nice to have you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Okay, so, you know, I gave a loose definition, but I'm a definition guy. I'm, I'm wondering, in terms of your approach to this as a lawsuit, how are you defining carding? We're defining carding as being stopped by the Toronto Police Services, where there was no reasonable suspicion of involvement in criminal activity. So, for instance, a lot of times with, with carding incidents, the, the, the recorded reason for the stop is quote-unquote general investigation. Um, and so that's, so that's what we're really focusing on, stops of Black, First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people where there was no investigation being um, done, there was no criminal investigation underway. It was really simply a general uh, investigation. Tell me the story then behind Ayan Farah. So Ms. Farah it was someone who worked um, at the airport at Pearson. And for her job, she required enhanced security clearance that was issued by Transport Canada. And so she was stopped by the police with no reasonable suspicion of criminal activity in 2011. And as a result, she became known to police. And so when she had to apply or reapply rather for her security clearance as she needs to do periodically for her job, um, she, 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 she got the flag that she was known to police. And as a result, Transport Canada uh, didn't issue the security clearance that she needed for her job. So as a result, she was suspended for a number of years. She was ultimately able to get her job back once um, she had to go to court actually to do that, but she was able to get her job back. But she, there was a period of time where she, she wasn't able to work and she was un, not employed without pay. And in addition to that, she had to forego career opportunities because during that time she couldn't apply for promotions and other things like that. And what was the nature of her encounter with the police? So her, her encounter in the police happened in 2011 and is, as I described in the definition, which was a random stop. Um, there was no uh, specific investigation. She was stopped in relation to a general ongoing investigation and her information, her personal information, which she provided, um, was recorded and, 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 and then it was in the system. Who is going to be eligible to be a part of this suit? So we're looking back to 2011. So it's all black and, and indigenous individuals in the city of Toronto who have experienced carding since 2011. Um, and and so so that that's the proposed class right now. And I suspect you will not have to argue this part in court, but I'm just curious about your own thoughts on, you know, I'm always inundated when we talk about carding by people who say, well, how are police supposed to do their jobs? How are we supposed to be able to gather any kind of intelligence or evidence if we're not allowed to talk to people? 
So there's a difference between, um, you know, investigating a crime or having a reasonable suspicion of something um, and just randomly stopping people, especially when we know that disproportionately it is black and indigenous individuals who are stopped by the police. So I would say um, black and indigenous individuals have a right. And in fact, our charter says that they have a right um, not to be targeted because of their race. That's a section 15 issue under our charter. And if they're being stopped because the police wants to extract personal information for them, um, then that's another breach of the charter because now they're being arbitrarily detained for no reason. And if the police are collecting that information and storing it and storing it to this day, then that's an ongoing seizure of their personal information. And that's another charter breach. Um, and if they, if they face psychological harm and mental anguish because of this experience, that's another charter breach. So, so I would say to people, um, there, there is the charter protects you from not being stopped because of your race and, and having your information taken from you and stored and being used in this way. Thank you for this. Good luck. Thank you. And if you want to be part of the class, if, if this is um, something that you've experienced, we're looking for proposed uh, plaintiffs as well. Um, so please reach out. You can email us at cardingtoronto@mccarthy.ca. Thank you. Thank you very much. Atricia Lewis is at McCarthy Tetro.